Welcome to the Podcast to Amplify show, the podcast for women leaders who are ready to spend less time feeding the algorithm and more focused time leveraging podcasting as a strategic tool to accelerate their business growth. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast launch strategist, mom of one and Netflix chocoholic. You're in the right place if you want to learn everything you need to know about creating a strategic and intentional podcast that attracts high quality leads and visibility opportunities for your business. Now, are you ready to amplify your voice impact and revenue? Then let's head into this week's episode. Hey there, and welcome to episode 109 of the Podcast to Amplify show. I've been really excited to record this episode because I know there's at least one person listening right now that is kind of holding back on starting her podcast because she's not quite sure how she can juggle a podcast on top of everything else. So I created this episode just for you because I get it. And I want you to know that it is possible. I know there's a lot of messages out there saying that podcast takes up so much of your time. And I'm not here to say that it doesn't, but you need to just give yourself grace. So with anything new that we do in our business, we need to find our rhythm. We need to find our flow. So yes, starting out with your podcast, things will feel a little bit not harder, but you just need to get into a bit of routine. But usually by month two, month three, you would have settled into the systems you've created, the routines that you've adopted. And something that a lot of people don't talk about is what a podcast replaces that you are already doing in your business, which I'll dig into in a minute. I think one of the big messages that are out there is that, you know, a podcast or managing a podcast takes 10 hours a week. Whereas I would say it takes 10 hours a month if you've got the right systems in place. So if you've been holding back starting your podcast, because as I said, you just don't know how you're going to be able to juggle everything, settle in because I'm going to share with you three tips for you to consider And I'm also going to share a client example that will help put everything that I'm talking about into context so that you can kind of see for yourself how someone has done it and has been doing it for about 18 months now. So let's dive in. So as I mentioned before, something that a lot of business owners do not think about when it comes to podcasting is what it replaces. So When you're thinking about, oh my goodness, how can I add a podcast to what I'm already doing? I want you to think about how your podcast will help you produce content. So you no longer have to sit down and come up with content for all the different platforms that you're on. That could be Instagram, that could be your email list, it could be your Facebook group, right? You sit down, you record a 20 minute episode, and you can pull at least 15 different pieces of content from that podcast episode. So you no longer have to show up 15 times a day in your stories. You no longer have to post about three to five different topics in a week. You can use a theme approach based on what you talked about in your podcast. There's lots of different ways that you can use your podcast, but 
that's the message that I want to get across to you before we even dig in to the core of this episode. Like rather than thinking that your podcast is another thing to add to your plate, I want you to think about how it can help streamline and simplify your content creation. Right. Let's dig into this now. So the first step when you're thinking about how can I create a successful podcast whilst managing a busy life is identifying the best time to launch your podcast. This is a step a lot of people miss. Just yesterday, I was talking to someone in the DMs and I asked when she was planning to launch as soon as possible. That is the number one answer that I get as soon as possible. I would highly recommend that you choose a date. I've talked about this on the podcast before. If it's not in my calendar, it doesn't exist. So if you choose a date, put it in your calendar and work backwards so that you have a date to work towards. If you don't have a date to work towards, then you'll do the podcast tasks and the launch tasks as and when. But when you've got a deadline, you've got a target that you're working towards, it just puts everything into focus and helps you to follow a plan. So when I work with my clients around this, some of the key questions that I ask are around, do you have anything coming up that might need your attention? So if you have little ones of school age, at the time of recording this, it is July. So in the UK, the kids are going to be off on summer holidays. In a couple of weeks, they'll be off for like six, seven weeks. So if I was meeting with a female business owner based in the UK, I would immediately decide against her launching her podcast unless she has a lot of childcare because people often underestimate how much time goes into and energy goes into launching your podcast. But then as soon as you launch, you've got to keep the thing going. It's not like when you launch a new offer and you know, you do all this sort of pre-launch work in the run-up to the offer and then it goes live and people buy and then you just watch the Stripe notifications pop up on your phone. With a podcast, you've got to keep producing that content. So really think about what you might have coming up that needs your attention, whether that is the kids being off, whether that is are you launching a new offer. Whilst I 100% believe that a podcast can help you or can support the launch of your new offer. Launching two things at the same time can be hella stressful. I've had a couple of clients do it. And even though they did it successfully, they themselves will admit to you that, you know, it was a lot. So again, what do you have coming up? Something that I highly recommend is if you have a sales calendar, so where you've mapped out for the year, everything that you'll be launching or doing in your business, have a look at that. Are there any quiet periods where you can kind of focus on your podcast launch and getting ahead as much as possible? So that's step one. Step two, determining a podcast schedule that fits your lifestyle. So when I talk about podcasting schedule, I am referring to, will you release episodes weekly? 
will you release episodes every two weeks or fortnightly or bi-weekly, I think is the term in the US? Or is seasons best for you? I talk about seasons back in episode 33, but seasons can definitely help you, especially when you're first starting out and you have a busy life. I don't know any woman that doesn't have a busy life. Seasons can really help you to find your footing. Now, seasons can be anything from like 10, 12, 15 episodes. But the key here is creating seasons to kind of match your lifestyle. So for example, when I started this podcast, I launched weekly, but by episode 30, 35, I was starting to feel really burnt out. So I switched to seasons. If you go back, you'll see when that kind of happened. And then I came back with season two about, I think it was a month, six weeks later, where we talked about managing your podcast. And for a while, for at least a year and a half, that really, really helped. It's only a couple months ago that I have moved away from seasons and I'm now producing episodes twice a week. But my lifestyle and my business has changed. I am no longer doing six-week podcast launches. I offer podcast launch VIP days, which means that I have a lot more white space on my calendar. So that means I have a lot more time to spend how I wish to spend it, whether that be with my family, whether that be marketing my business, whether that be setting up systems. And so that change has allowed me to show up on my podcast more. And I hope to continue doing that for a while. But again, there is no, you must do it this way. That's what I really want to get across to you. Like what schedule best fits your lifestyle? And you can always change, right? So even if you start out with seasons, there's nothing to say that you can't, after your season, you come back, that you decide, you know, maybe you've got toddlers right now, but in, you know, in a few months, they are going into um, school or maybe they're going into full-time nursery. So you'll have more time on your hands. Like you can make this work, but you just need to think at the very beginning, what will work best for you and your family. Okay. So weekly, fortnightly and seasons. And something that will help you determine your schedule is three things. What can you automate, delegate, or outsource? So this is all part of streamlining your workflow. This is step three. What can you automate, delegate, and outsource? I 100,000% suggest that you batch record. I suggest that you batch as many tasks as possible, but at an absolute minimum, batch record for the month. So at the end of the month, the beginning of the month, whatever works best for you, sit down and record, map out your episodes for the month, outline them, and then sit down and record. It only requires, depending on how long your episodes are, two, two and a half hours for the month. And that way you know that your episodes are recorded. If you fall sick, you don't need to worry about it. If something comes up, you can get the support you need to keep your show going. 
Batchin honestly is your friend. If you want to learn more about this and how I incorporate it in my business, check out episode 18. Like I have been batching. I will admit that I fall off the batching wagon every now and again, but it has definitely saved me. Those times when I've fallen off, I quickly remember the beauty (laughs) of batching because when you're doing episodes week on week on week, it feels like a lot. It feels heavy. And that's when podcasting can feel not fun. But when you just sit down, you're in the zone and you just record, you know, four or five episodes, depending on what day your podcast episodes release, it feels like a weight has lifted because all you've got to focus on for that month now is your podcast tasks. And that's where automation comes in. So what can you automate? I shared in episode 38 how I used Dubsado to automate 90% of my guest onboarding process. So I just send them a link to book. The form is attached as well. On the form, they could add their bio, their links, they can upload their headshot, all the things. And it's all in one place so that I don't need to search through my inbox for various emails. So check out that episode you do not use need to use Dubsado specifically. There are tools like Acuity or Cadenly that can help you achieve the same goal. But because I already use Dubsado to manage my clients, it makes sense for me to use it to manage my podcast guest onboarding process as well. Another thing is really nailing down your podcast workflow. So I won't go into much more detail, but check out episode 37, where I am giving you my five-step podcast workflow that helps me and my clients stay consistent with our shows. So check that out as well. So those are the three steps, but I want to kind of bring it together by sharing with you the story of one of my clients. You've heard about Danielle before. I shouldn't have favorites. I love all my clients, but Danielle is probably one of my longest client. I've been working together now for 18 months. You can hear more about her story when she first launched in episode 56. But I want to give you an example. If you're listening and you're thinking, oh, those steps are really great but what do they look like in practice? I want to share Danielle's story with you. So Danielle is a business coach, but she's also a therapist with her own private practice within the mental health industry. She's a mom of a little girl who's around age three, age four at the time of recording this. So she's not in school as yet, Both businesses were thriving when Danielle first came to me in August 2021. She knew she wanted to start her podcast to market her coaching business and sell spots on her course. So she was very successful. She had over 8,000 followers on Instagram. And that was the main way that she was able to grow her coaching business. So we kind of chatted through a few things and we decided that a January launch would work best for her. She had a few, you know, personal stuff going on that she needed to navigate. And I just didn't want her podcast launch to be an additional like stressor. Not saying that launching a podcast is stressful, 
but you do need to have the headspace and the physical space on your calendar to make it a success. So we kicked off her launch plan in early January of 2022 and her podcast went live in mid February. I think it was the 23rd of February of 2022. Danielle was adamant that she wanted to release an episode once a week, not seasons. So we looked at how she could add a podcast to her already hectic schedule, like CEO of two thriving businesses, mom of a little one. There was a lot going on, right? So she got organized. The first thing that she did, she followed my advice and she identified a day that she could batch record her episodes for the month. She also looked at automating her guest onboarding process. Thirdly, she was already working with a VA who was supporting her with social media. So posting on Instagram as it related to her coaching business. So it was really, really easy for her to delegate. Remember in step three, we talked about delegation. It was really easy for her to delegate the show notes creation, uploading the episodes and all the things to her hosting platform and creating those additional promo posts for Instagram. And then she also outsourced her editing to me because she knew she wouldn't have the time, nor did she want to learn this skill. She had no interest whatsoever in learning to edit. She also recognized the importance of an expert doing this for her on an ongoing basis, rather than having to scale up her VA and all that kind of stuff. So she outsourced her editing to me. 18 months later, this entire process continues to run like a well-oiled machine. It's still me and my client working together. She's still working with the same VA and she has not missed one episode in all that time. There has been one instance where our process has, you know, we've kind of fallen off course, but that was because Danielle fell ill at the start of 2023 and couldn't record because she had no voice. But that didn't mean that we didn't release episodes. We re-released new episodes, and because she'd batched, she also had, I think, two or three guest episodes recorded, ready to go. This is why batching is, I keep saying it's your friend, but it really, really is. So between you know, re-releasing some of her most popular episodes and releasing some guest episodes that were already recorded, we were able to get through, I think it was a month, a month and a half when she was ill with long COVID and she wasn't able to record anything. This simple process, I promise you, is what has kept her consistent for all this time. Plus her commitment. This is so important her commitment to keep showing up on her podcast every single week. She loves to show up and deliver value for her podcast listeners. Her podcast is a priority in her business. She sees it as a way to nurture her audience so that when she promotes or when she launches her course and now mastermind, she launched a mastermind at the start of this year, her podcast has done the heavy lifting for her and she has never had 
any problems filling out spots on either one of her programs. So if you've been wondering how you could possibly juggle a podcast on top of everything you've already got going on as a mom, a daughter, a wife, a girlfriend, CEO, a friend, a mentor, all the things, I hope that this episode has shown you that it is possible. The first thing I want you to think about as a quick recap is what can your podcast replace that you are already doing in your business when it comes to marketing your business? And then I want you to think about those three steps. Identify the best date for launching your show. Determine a podcasting schedule that fits your lifestyle. I know there are podcasting gurus out there that slam anyone who doesn't release podcast episodes on a weekly basis. I am not one of those people. I want you to pick a podcast schedule that works for you and your lifestyle. You can always switch it up when your circumstances change. I want you to hear me on this. And step three, how can you streamline your workflow? Three questions. What can you automate, delegate, outsource? How can you incorporate batching into your schedule? As a reminder, all you need is two and a half hours a month. And that is it to record your episodes. And as a busy, busy woman, I highly recommend as a minimum, outsource your editing. It might be that you have a team member like Danielle who can do the other pieces, or maybe you can hire a VA to do the other pieces for you. Or if you work with me, we can pull together a plan to help you manage them in 10 hours a month. But you have to be outsourcing your editing. You ain't got time to be editing your podcast. You've got other things that you can be focusing on. So I hope you found this episode helpful. If you are ready to launch your podcast, my Amplify VIP Day could be the perfect solution for you. Not only will we work together to develop your podcast strategy so that you're clear on who you're speaking to, what you should talk about, the offer you want to sell to them, but we will also work together on setting up a system that works for you and your lifestyle so that you are confident about podcasting for the long term. I invite you to book your free 15-minute call with me to get the ball rolling. Let's chat about your podcast vision, your podcast goals, and how me and my team at Too Busy to Podcast can support you on your podcasting journey. So head on over to www.toobusytopodcast.co.uk slash contact or click the link in the show notes. I can't wait to chat with you. And I'll see you in the next episode where I'll be sharing the easiest way you can find endless content ideas for your show. So if you're someone who worries about running out of things to say on your podcast, the next episode is for you. So I will see you on Thursday. Speak soon. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Podcast to Amplify show. I want to hear from you. Reach out on Instagram and let me know your next action step towards creating a strategic and intentional podcast that grows your business and personal brand. Also, can I ask a favor? Can you share this episode on your story so more impact-driven female business owners just like you are encouraged to use their voices to make a global impact? Thanks so much and I'll see you in the next episode.